Hey, you're listening to The Broadcast, a Bible study podcast by Broadest Youth Ministry outside of Richmond, Virginia. There's a story of two artists who set out to make a picture representing perfect peace. The first painted a canvas with a boy sitting on a boat in a small lake without a ripple even touching the surface of the water. The other painted a tree near a raging waterfall with strong winds whipping and spraying the water around. On a limb overhanging the water, a bird had built its nest and sat peacefully on top of her eggs. Here, she was safe from the predators, shielded and protected by the roaring falls. Have you ever wondered, what does it look like to be at peace in the middle of a storm? What does it look like to be at peace even when everything is falling apart? How do you stay peaceful even when you're in the middle of bad circumstances? Pick up with me as we read in Habakkuk chapter 3. Lord, I have heard the report about you. Lord, I stand in awe of your deeds. Revive your work in these years. Make it known in these years. In your wrath, remember mercy. God comes from Taman, the Holy One from Mount Paran. His splendor covers the heavens, and the earth is full of his praise. His brilliance is like light. Rays are flashing from his hand. This is where his power is hidden. Plague goes before him, and pestilence follows in his steps. He stands and shakes the earth. He looks and startles the nations. The age-old mountains break apart. The ancient hills sink down. His pathways are ancient. I see the tents of Kushan in distress and the tent curtains of the land of Midian tremble. Are you angry at the rivers, Lord? Is your wrath against the rivers? Or is your fury against the sea when you ride on your horses, your victorious chariot? You took the sheath from your bow. The arrows are ready to be used with an oath. You split the earth with rivers. The mountains see you and shudder. A downpour of water sweeps by. The deep roars with its voice and lifts its waves high. Sun and moon stand still in their lofty residence at the flash of your flying arrows, at the brightness of your shining spear. You march across the earth with indignation. You trample down the nations in wrath. You come out to save your people, to save your anointed. You crush the leader of the house of the wicked and strip him from foot to neck. You pierce his head with his own spears. His warriors storm out to scatter us, gloating as if ready to secretly devour the weak. You tread the sea with your horses, stirring up the vast water. I heard, and I trembled within. My lips quivered at the sound. Rottenness entered my bones. I trembled where I stood. 
Now I must quietly wait for the day of distress to come against the people invading us. Though the fig tree does not bud, and there is no fruit on the vines, though the olive crop fails, and the fields produce no food, though the flocks disappear from the pen, and there are no herds in the stalls, yet I will celebrate in the Lord. I will rejoice in the God of my salvation. The Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like those of a deer and enables me to walk on mountain heights. If you're following the note-taking guide I created, highlight Habakkuk 3:17 through 19 as a memory verse. If you have a blue or green highlighter, highlight verse 2. Verse 2 is a good attitude to have during prayer, because if you read into it, that verse flows like a prayer naturally should. In one verse, Habakkuk starts by praising God. He then petitions God to preserve life provide understanding, and to remember to be merciful. When we pray, we begin by worshiping God, acknowledging who He is. Then we make holy requests, and we trust that God is constant and good. So throughout this entire book, we've seen that Habakkuk is seriously confused on one issue. He's saying, God, I know you're good, so how can you be good while these bad things are happening? How can you allow bad things to happen to good people? You may be thinking that this is really similar to the story of Job, but let me tell you where they differ. Job was a man who got wrecked by Satan personally, and his reaction, eventually, was to demand an explanation from God. Habakkuk was a man who saw injustice around him, And his reaction was to ask God, How can this fit into your plan? Habakkuk prays this beautiful prayer, expressing how great God is and how nothing can compare to Him. But pick up with me in verse 16. I heard and I trembled within. My lips quivered at the sound. Rottenness entered my bones and I trembled where I stood. Now I must stand quietly and wait for the day of distress to come against those that invade us. The first half of this verse is talking about Habakkuk's reaction to God's revelation. This is similar to when Isaiah received the vision from God in the temple in Isaiah chapter 6. But then the second half of the verse, Habakkuk is talking about waiting until the day when judgment comes upon Babylon. But how does Habakkuk react to this? Though the fig tree does not bud, and there are no fruit on the vines, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though the flocks disappear from the pen and there are no herds in the stalls, yet I will celebrate in the Lord. I will rejoice in the God of my salvation. The Lord my God is my strength. He makes my feet like those of a deer and enables me to walk on mountain heights. So what should we get from this? What can we take and apply to our lives? 
There are always going to be events in our lives that are terrifying. But this is what it looks like to have absolute peace. We, as God's children, have absolutely nothing to fear. We have this eternal security. We can look at hurricanes, disease, war, natural disasters, and death and still be at peace. Why? Because the Lord is my strength. Thank you for listening to the broadcast. To find more about Broadus Youth Ministry, follow us on Instagram at broadus.youth. Look us up on Facebook or go to broadestchurch.org.